As you know, we've been going through what is the Word and just different segments of the Bible. And tonight we want to look at the Word provides our foundation. Let me ask a question. What is the most important thing in a house? <laughs> All right, when you're building a house, what's the most important thing? Foundation, foundation right? If a, listen, if a house does not have a strong foundation, what's going to happen? It's going to crumble, it's going to sink. Um, in fact, um, I know of someone's house after living in it for about 20 years, they did not do a proper job in the foundation, and all of a sudden the house just sunk straight down, the walls started to come down. So we know that the foundation is the most important thing on the house, not, not in the house, because in the house, you know, you need some food, um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, foundation, all right? For us, as we think of the Bible being our foundation, right, we need to understand a lot of different things about foundation. Foundation is not just something that we consider in a building. We all have a foundation in our thoughts. We have foundation um, in our families. We have foundations in whatever it is we are going through in life. But the most important thing is this, as a Christian, we need to have a foundation in the Word of God. You may be asking, well, well I, I know a lot about the Bible. I know a lot of stories. I know a lot about David and Goliath. I know about Job. I know about Isaiah. I know about Jeremiah. I know all these different stories. But what happens when you're put in a corner and, sorry, and you question about your faith? When people ask you questions that you just don't have the answer to because you don't have a foundation. All you really have is knowledge, but the foundation of the Word of God hasn't taken place in your life. You see, a lot of us who grew up in church, we, we know different stories. We know, you know, we know the Sunday school answers. But I can guarantee you this, that it's going to come a time when those Sunday school answers and stories, they're not going to help you in the way of really knowing what you believe about God's Word. Because the reality is it's going to become a time in your life when your parents aren't going to be there. When the church isn't going to be there. It's just going to be you. And you alone. You know, a lot of you, some of you are already away in school. Some of you are going off to school. Some of you will stay here. A foundation is something that you need to have when you think of the Word of God. Because you're going to be challenged in your faith. What happens in life when life throws you all these troubles to at you? If you don't have a strong foundation in the Word of God or a relationship with God, you know what's going to happen to a lot of people? They fade away. They push God away. But God, why would you let this happen to me in my life? I've been doing all this for you, and all of a sudden, this has happened to me. You see, the Bible is, a, we need a strong foundation when it comes to the Bible. And if you have your Bibles, you could turn, and we can look at three different parts of Scripture. But we're going to look at a very familiar verses that we know, Matthew 7, 24, 27. And we know this. In fact, you went to Sunday school, we all sang a song about this, right? But we saw, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds and blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. 
And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came up and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. If you grew up in church, a song just kept on playing in your mind, right? Right? I'm not going to sing it because it's terrible, right? But the song just playing in your mind, right? What song am I talking about? Y'all know? Yeah. Okay? A wise man built his house upon a rock. But listen, a foolish man, listen, because we need to understand this. A foolish man can build a house. A foolish man can build a house that looks great on the outside. A foolish man can build a house that, in our eyes, as we look at it, would be like, you did a great job. But when storms come in life, when troubles come in that life, or when a storm comes and hits that house, what's going to happen? It's going to fall because it has no foundation. When you consider your life built on the rock, which is Jesus Christ and His Word, we have a foundation, we have a strong foundation that when things come, when the storms of life come, we can fall back on His Word. Now, am I going to sit here and tell you tonight that just because you have a strong foundation, life is going to be easy? No. In fact, when you have a, a, a walk with Christ that you would say, I have a good Christian walk, in fact, a lot more troubles are probably going to come in your life. But the good news is this, that we have a foundation that's strong that we could always go back to. Which brings me to this question. Where do you turn when storms of life come to you? Where do you turn? Where, where are some places that we turn? Parents? Anyone else? Friends? Someone said someone? Someone said what? Games, right? Okay. Google? All right. Social media? And why do we go to some of these things? Because you know why? Especially something like social media, it makes us feel happy about ourselves. You know, that's where we get our hope we get from. If I take a nice picture on, on social media, on Instagram or something, and I post it, I'm looking to see that people like me. And if they like me, then I feel accepted and I feel excited. But what happens when that excitement goes? I was reading, an, uh, I'm actually reading a book right now that talks about how you, your 12 ways your phone affects you. The Christian book, I'm reading it because I know that this right here affects me. So there's a story about a lady who, in her life, all she did was she, she was on social media. She took, I don't know her name, but anyway, she, her whole life was circled around taking pictures of everything. Food. You know, and I know some of you all the food people who take pictures of food. My wife is one of them. But it's all about taking a picture of everything that they do, right? Food, you know, does this look good? Does they, you know, she was just very obsessed with that. She got paid millions of dollars for doing this. Right? I, I, I'm waiting for my millions of dollars to come in because they haven't come in yet. But she got paid to do this. But the reality what happened to her life was this. Even though she had a lot of followers, she had a lot of people who liked her, her life was empty. Her life became 
everything to the public eye where she could go nowhere because everyone knew because she was this big star on Instagram. So it, it, she, couldn't, she didn't have no life. To the outside world, she looked like she was having a ball. She looked like everything was perfect because she was accepted by the world. But in reality, it's the inside of her, she had no foundation. It's just like when we think of this whole story of the foolish man who built his house in the sand. It's going to crumble. Just like our lives. If we don't have a foundation in the Word of God, our lives are going to crumble. You see, sometimes in life we get to a point where we think we know everything there is to know about God or the Bible. Well, I know everything. I don't need to know anything else. You know, it's so easy, like at your age, when, when you're thinking about Sunday school and, and giving the Sunday school answers and being smart. Let me tell you something. I thought I had it together when I was in Sunday school. Because I, I, knew, I knew everything I thought the teacher wanted me to say. And I knew the right answer. And I thought, oh, I, I, know, I know the Bible. But it wasn't until I went off to Bible school that I actually learned I, didn't, I knew nothing about the Bible. I knew nothing. Absolutely nothing compared to what I should know. Why do we take so much time studying science and biology and math and English? Because why? Because that's what people tell you. That's your foundation of what to get you a scholarship in school and everything else, right? How many of your parents put pressure on you right now to get the best grades you could possibly get because they want you to get a scholarship? All right? Everybody, right? I want you to think about this on the flip side of that. And I don't want no hands up here, right? But how many of your parents put pressure on you to really know exactly what you believe about the Bible? I don't want no hands up. I don't want no hands up. All right? Because when you leave on your parents' roof and you're on your own, that's when you're going to be questioned. Your faith needs to become your faith. Which brings us to 2 Peter 1, 12 to 21. As we think of another passage that talks about the Word of God. Somebody want to read it for us. Therefore I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I am in this body, to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of His majesty. For when He received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to Him by the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this very voice, born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have something more sure, the prophetic word, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along 
by the Holy Spirit. So we see in this part of scripture just how important the word is. That the word is not just a book that man penciled and you know they said this thing. We see all through scripture how prophecy has come true. It wasn't just by coincidence. It wasn't just by you know, and I, and I know that if you are a person, and, and we have a lot of people who claim that they're prophetic people, that they can prophesy that this thing will happen and that thing will happen. But the reality is the only thing that we know will come true is what the Bible says. You know, we can, we can look at people and say, oh yeah, they, they said this was going to happen. But we know whatever God said in His Word, it's true. It's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. It may not happen the way that we want it to happen. You know, I use an example. You know, Mercy, you know, when she prays sometimes, she says, well, why God didn't answer my prayer? Because in our time, in our society here, we want everything done now, right? We want everything done right now. We, if we ask God for, God, please let me get an A on my test tomorrow, we want that done now, all right? If we get a C or D, God, what happened? Even though I didn't study, I still won my, a, I won my A on the test. I want to do everything I could, right? But the Word of God is completely different than that. We don't have to worry about whether or not it's true or not. It is. We looked at that the first week where we talked about God's Word is trustworthy. We can trust it because it is truth. But the reality as we think of foundation is we don't know the Bible. We haven't studied the Bible to really know exactly what it says. We're satisfied with the little bit of knowledge that we do have. You know, some of you have been to Awana, some of you could recite verses, and that's great. But are those verses making a difference in your life? Which brings us to the last passage we're going to look at, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And I want something, someone to read it because we need to understand exactly what he is saying here. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. Did it just say that the New Testament is, is um, from God? What did it say? All Scripture, right? All Scripture. We fall in a trap, and I fall in a trap. I love to read the New Testament. You know, I want to read the New Testament. I don't want to read the Old Testament because... You know, sometimes it's just like, why am I reading this? You know, that's the old, that's the, you know, Israelites, I don't need to read all that. But I'll tell you this, the last couple of weeks of my quiet time, and I don't know what it is, just, you know, God must be changing my attitude or whatever in that, because I'll be honest, I, I, do, a, I do a devotional book, and I saw numbers come up. And I thought to myself, really? Numbers? Like, I don't want to read numbers. That book is, you know, that isn't exciting. That's, you know, I don't want to read that. But it's amazing of just how, when you prepare yourself for it, you pray to God and say, God, show me truth. It's amazing what God has done. And I actually, I'm enjoying going through the book of Numbers. You know, Numbers talks about how the Israelites complained over and over. You know what? It's just like us, all right? We complain about everything in life. You know, God was giving the Israelites um, manna, but they weren't satisfied manna. They wanted what? Meat. They wanted quail. So... They continue to complain, so God said, all right, you want quail? I can give it to you. You know what ended up happening to them people who ate the quail? They died, all right? So God said, you want it? I'll give it to you. Everything we have in life is not for our good. That's why he's saying all scriptures breathe out by God and profitable for teaching, 
for reproof. All right? It's to show us exactly in our lives what we need to change. Let me ask a question. How many of y'all like to be told you're wrong? Anyone like to be told they're wrong? All right. Wow. I, I don't believe that. If, y'all, if you say that, you like to be told you're wrong? All right, I'll take you. I'll take you wherever that. Huh? All right, so you seem to look like an idiot. All right. But some, they probably ain't going to tell you. Anyway, I won't, I won't go down that, that. Not the rabbit trail I was going to go down, but I won't go down that road. But the reality is, is that reproof. When someone tells us that we're wrong, a lot of times, you know what happens to us? We become what? Defensive. All right? It's just like when we're reading Scripture. We become defensive because when we read Scripture, you know what Scripture is supposed to do to us? It's supposed to be a mirror of our lives. We need to compare our lives to the Word of God. We need to compare our lives and say, you know what? Am I living up to the standard? And the reality is we're not living up to that standard. We can't. That's why we need to keep on pursuing. That's why the foundation needs to continue to grow in us. And we're not, like I said, we're not talking about an exterior faith. We're talking about interior. We're talking about not just to know knowledge, because we know people who just know a lot about the Bible and, you know, just to know it. We want to have a foundation that we can truly fall back on for correction and for training in righteousness. You know, some of, some of you in here are very good sports athletes, right? Before you go and play any sport, you have to train, all right? You're not just going to wake up one morning and just decide if you've never played volleyball to say, I'm going to play volleyball, all right? Some people will go and play volleyball and, and think they're going to bump the thing and the next thing you know, they get bumped right in the head. You know, they don't know exactly what they're doing, right? The point is this, all right? We are in, we are in this, as a, as a believer, we are training ourselves to become like Christ. And that's the only way we can train because the Bible shows us and it shows us exactly how we are to live in life. It's a manual to life. It's our, it shows the direction. It shows exactly what we are to do in life. So when someone asks you, what does a Christian look like? Well, you've got to read the Bible. You've got to know what, what it is. It's not just you wear a coat suit to church and a tie and you look good. Or you wear a nice dress. Don't wear pants because if you wear pants, then you're sinning against God. All right? That's not what a Christian's all about. All right? God looks at our hearts. He wants to know what do we, what do we know about him. What, do we truly know him? Again, this is our foundation. This is what we are training for. We are training because we know that the world is going to throw things at us. What do we do? What do you do when someone says, I'm a Muslim, and this is what I believe? You know what's sad about different religions? They know a whole lot more about we know about our Bible. They know a lot more about their Bible or whatever they call it than we do. In fact, sometimes they know more about our Bible than we even know. You see, we need to understand as Christians that we need to know exactly what we believe. We need to know exactly that we have a strong foundation. And I would challenge you tonight. If you, you know, you say, you know what, I know a lot about, I know a lot about the Bible. I want you to truly search your heart and ask yourself, do I truly know what I believe? If someone was to ask me today, how can I, you know, how do I know for sure I'm going to heaven? Would you be able to tell them? 
Oh, what does the Bible say about abortion? Oh, well, it's wrong. Okay, show me where it's wrong. I don't know. Or the Bible says that gay marriage is wrong. Homosexuality is wrong. But it just says that. I, you know, that's, that's all you need to know. You know what the reality is? People want to know. They want you to show them. So I challenge you tonight, have a strong foundation in the Word. Know what you believe. Don't just, don't just go by what your parents tell you the Bible says. Don't just go by what I tell you the Bible says. Because you know what? You need to have the foundation. The church isn't always going to be there for you. Your parents aren't always going to be there for you. You've got to stand alone. What are you going to do? Are you going to be like the house that stands on the rock, on a strong foundation, and no matter what people throw at it, it's going to be stand still? Or are you going to be one of those people that when you go to college, and people start to throw all these different things at you, that your foundation is not strong enough, and you just convert to whatever they say. And your foundation of the word is just gone. Think about it. And ask yourself, do I have a strong foundation? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, we pray that you would just continue just to be honored in our lives. We pray that you would help us to truly search our hearts and our lives. And Father, ask ourselves, what do we truly know about your word? First of all, we need to start, are we truly born again? Do we know you? Then we really need to study your word and, and, and just know what, your, what the word says and have a foundation to fall on. Father, we pray now as we sing songs to you, Father, that we would come to you with hearts pure and ready to worship. And we just thank you. We praise you for everything you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.